Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. You're listening to Houston's longest-running sports radio morning show. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's John and Lance. All right, welcome back. Mel Kuyper put out his next mock. I don't know if it's 2.0 or whatever it is. He's got Jaden Daniels going second now. Uh, he's got the Texans taking. Ooh, holler at your boy for being the, the thought leader of the space. He's got- I take all the bullets. I am the... I mean, I don't say Jackie Robinson. I'm trying to think of someone else, but oh, you I think comparing guy. yourself to Jackie Robinson is a bad idea? Yeah, but can you think of somebody like that who I wouldn't get in trouble with to say I'm the one who has to take all the the hate when I do something first? Kurt Flood and everyone has to. Okay, right. Kurt Flood's fair. Free agency. Andy yeah. Messersmith, Rosa Parks. I don't know who we're going Stop with. Choosing civil rights people, please. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think of people who did it first. Like, who's somebody who did it first? And I take, and I'm the one who takes all the bullets for everyone. So oh, you all Trump! Trump? You're like Trump, yeah. What did Trump do? Well, he's taking a lot of bullets right now. Okay. Yeah, but I, he, but not so other people could shine. I take it for other people. Oh, I see. I'm like, I'm the one who has to come out and say, Jaden Daniels, are you a damn fool? In what world could Drake May possibly fall out of two? And I'm like, that's fine. I will be here to sacrifice for for, for everyone Joan else. Of Arc, so you're you Jesus. Are. You're Joan of Arc. Dell said it. I didn't say it out loud, but Dell said it. <laughs> sacrifice so others can for shine. For everybody's sins, you you. Dell said Christ-like. Okay. And I I'm quote, just trying to figure out who you're leaning towards, and you said sacrifice. I'm, I'm just letting the I'm just letting the description lead us in a direction, and you're the one who said it. After I, so you led the witness. You said Kurt Flood. You said you brought. I think it was you that brought up Rose or John brought up Rosa Parks. No, you that did. was you. I, no, that was you. That was yeah, you. So, yeah, I have to do these things so other people can like. Okay, Lance did it, so now we can come in and we won't get as many bullets. That's fine. Okay. Just I call mean, yourself a you trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you slap me on the other cheek, I turn to the other cheek. Um, I on do things bu- like. What if you get slapped on a bubble? I tell stories. What I bubble? also tell stories. I, some people call them parables. I tell people stories about mm. about different things. Just uh, like Jesus did. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. You don't think Jesus ever has me knock on his door trying to talk online play? Jesus turned water into syrup, too. <laughs> it's not. That's not what we're going with, Dell. Water into syrup. No. Although, you're syrup feet now. I don't know. You're going to get them socks off all sticky. <laughs> I think he keeps talking about it, but I I feel like there's a there's a an iPhone set up in filming. <laughs> no, there's not. I'm on the actual show on my iPhone. Okay, uh, he's got the Texans taking Tyler Guyton, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. No, apparently he didn't hear that they signed Titus Howard to a long deal. He's got him moving in a right tackle right away. Apparently he did hear that Titus Howard can't stay healthy and. Well, been kind of, and was kind of average this year, but no, well, they're not taking tackle. Well, no, 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 no. He was average, and he was misplayed at, at guard. Get him back at right tackle. Play him at right. He's going to be fine. 
You're not taking an offensive tackle, Mel. And you know what? People just, they, well, I can't blame them. They played at noon every day, every game. Every single game was at noon. Mel well, missed. and they know that they want to protect, you know, Mel- I don't think that people realize that Titus is out most of the year, so or a chunk of the year. So, yeah, you're, and he didn't play tackle. So, yeah, they probably look at, oh, man, uh, uh, Fant's going to be a free agent. You know, they don't have a swing tackle, so they do need a tackle, but it ain't going to be a first-rounder, and you're definitely not going to play. Dude, Ty- Howard cannot play guard. He's not a good guard. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play him there, and you're not playing Guyton at guard, so that's not happening. No, that's not happening. That's not Mel. Okay, Mel got one wrong. Yeah. What about is Chop off your board? Is that not even a possibility? Uh, why do you say that? I don't know. You still got I Chop had him there to the Texans in my first mock. Well, I, know. I think he's. I think he's going to test huge, and I think he's going to move up. I think he's his draft stock's going to be helped. Okay. So I'm not sure he's available for the Texans. Um, what if uh, Lutu is still there? If he's still there, it's probably because his medicals. But if his medicals were fine for the Texans, absolutely. Yeah? Love to have him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the... TJ Watt type hand usage. His skill level is incredible. Um, it, it, that is the uh, Latu uh, from uh, yep. UCLA, outside linebacker, by the way. For like 22 sacks over the last two years. Mm. Of course, he did have that thing where he retired from football due to a neck injury at Washington. Mm. They said, you can never play football again or you could do permanent damage. And he goes, I guess I'll shut it down. And then UCLA said, hey, we think you'll be fine. The last, then, Well, the last UCLA pass rusher had that happen to him, except it was UCLA shutting him down. And then he went to Miami, and now he's Jalen Phillips. So... I mean, maybe UCLA benefited from the Washington medical staff yeah, and, and calling it. He's calling fine. That. Yeah. Right? Jalen Phillips hadn't had any issues. Well, he's had an Achilles, but it wasn't because. But the the injuries were different than, you know, that was MetLife Field that got him. But up until that point, he, he played and played a lot. He's got uh, the, the Dolphins taking a center. Well, that's the Connor Williams thing. If Connor Williams tore his ACL late in the year and Drew Rosenhaus is his agent and he's saying because of uncertainty about his health they're going to wait t- probably till probably till june to make a decision he wants to prove that everyone he's healthy before he gets out on the market and uh, tries to get the best deal he can because he played pretty well for the dolphins when he was healthy so that's up in the air so i could see it i know they're interested in the guy out of oregon lance jpj is that what his yeah are? john powers johnson yeah or jackson yeah the center he's 334 pounds like this guy is is he is extremely strong um, yeah, no, he's, and he's one of those guys that is probably going to be a 12 year starter somewhere. Um, he's got the bears taking Caleb Williams and then Malik neighbors with the ninth pick. Boy, that'll be a hell of a draft. Yeah. Bears. You know, Malik, I think made a mistake. He's not going to work out the combine, but he is going to work. He's going to have a pro day, but if he had come here on this fast indie turf and run into four threes, a lot of people would be talking about, it's already like. People don't like dealing with this. I took a bunch of crap the other day when we were at Republic Boot Company. But the fact is, there's a lot of people who are going to have it's. It's going to be a toss up between Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors. Marvin Harrison Jr. is never going to put a forty time down for anyone to see. If Neighbors runs into four threes, I don't care if it's at his pro day or not. I'm just telling you, it's going to be interesting between those two to see who the first receiver is. But he's not going to run here. I'm disappointed with that. Drake May now, I guess, says he's not going to throw here. 
very disappointed with that. I thought he really could have helped himself out if he had thrown since Daniels and May and since Daniels and Caleb aren't throwing. Um, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Some of the guys who aren't working out just from a standpoint of really wanting to watch them compete. And I think Drake may really needed to come out and remind people that, Hey, I got the traits. I got this talent. He could have really helped himself and, and maybe cemented himself over Jaden Daniels. But um, yeah, it still might happen. He's still going to, you know, he'll have a pro day. Caleb Williams, I don't think he's going to have – I'm not sure he's going to even have a pro day. We'll see. I did get it confirmed he's not doing medicals. So <clears throat> you're not going to take – I mean, no medicals for the top prospect in the draft. That cannot make Chicago happy. I had heard he wasn't going to meet with any other teams, but I dug around. I think he is going to meet with some other teams as well. So, um, But, you know, I don't think him working out here or not is going to make any difference. Uh, I just – you know, but the medical stuff, that is a little bit of a concern. You always, if you're a team, want to have the entire picture when it comes to medical. So that's a, that's not a great trend if that happens. No. Is there a medical concern about him? What would no, be the there's issue? none that I know of. But, you you know, you could have a heart condition. That this is what I'm asking. Is there like, a secret he's to, trying to hide? Yeah, I mean, there's myocarditis that happens after COVID. It can happen in rare cases after COVID shots. Uh, you got to have like you got to look for myocarditis, pericarditis. These are things that you have to check on now. Um, it just doesn't make any sense that I don't know of any other medical stuff. But I know that Michael Lewis, who is line, who, you know, is my my buddy Rodney is his agent. And uh, Michael Lewis, who used to play a pro bowler from the the um, Philadelphia Eagles, they found at combine testing an issue with his heart. And so he had to go to the Mayo Clinic. He basically just had to get it shocked back into rhythm or whatever they do. But that was something that is was discovered there. Like you discover things also at the combine that can help players with their overall health. So, um, but in the NBA, like Chet Holmgren wouldn't remember he wouldn't share any medical stuff or do any medical stuff for anybody beyond Oklahoma City. Like he wouldn't even do that with the Rockets. The NBA has that kind of the players have that power and they're trying to get rid of it because it's not fair to the teams. I'm worried about that becoming the case in the, with the NFL, because this is something, if you're going to pay millions of dollars, you want to, you wouldn't want to buy a car with no Carfax. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to make any large purchase. And these are large purchases for NFL teams. And you want to make sure that the health is good. So um, I don't love this from Caleb Williams, not doing a medical at all. All right, let's it's not break. Not gonna matter. I mean, he's still no. going to be a bear. It's not going to matter. Yeah, not going to matter. Nine fourteen, ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six. This is Truck Month, and I, I I don't know if it's Truck Month at other dealerships. I'm not sure. I do know it's Truck Month at Chastang Ford. I do know this that if you're going to go to Chastang Ford and you're going to get your truck on Truck Month, you're going to get all the deals that you possibly can. Okay, you're going to get all the discounts that you can possibly get. You are going to get no markups. You're going to get no add-ons. You're going to get 1.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Ford F-150s. They want to get these trucks off the lot. They've got to get them off the lot. They are doing whatever it takes to get them off the lot. This is the best time. All of you businesses out there, all of you that are thinking about getting a new truck, don't get it next month. Don't get it the month after or the month after or the month after. This is the time to get your new truck on because it's truck month at, at, at Chastain Ford. You will get your best deal. 
you will get the best deal that you can get on these trucks, and you will get the best financing that you can get. You're not getting add-ons. You're not getting markups. Truck month right now. No better time in the year than right now because they got to get them off the lot. At ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. We're taking a break. Okay. That's cool. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John and Lance. On ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All right, so uh, apparently Jose Urquidy found something out this offseason. So Urquidy started yesterday. They got their ass handed to him, uh, but... And I don't care what our cutie did. There, the, a lot of people yesterday, uh, Todd and Blummer, they were talking about the Arigetti start, uh, Spencer Arigetti, and they're, uh, a lot of people are excited about it. He had three strikeouts, gave up one hit in two innings, so that was really, really nice. But, um, you know, Jose Arquiti scuffled uh, a, a, a bit last year. Uh, he figured out that he was tipping his pitches on how he was – grabbing the ball in his glove when he was throwing a certain pitch. Here is... No? Oh, you don't have it? Uh, Jose Urquidy. Anyway, Jose Urquidy feels like he is going to be better. I mean, the littlest thing these guys pick up on, and then it spreads throughout the league, and just, just how he grabs the ball in his glove was telling hitters what he was throwing. So... This is something that's you know kind of kind of a big deal that he is going to hopefully this gets Jose Urquidy back to being you know a guy at one point Jose Urquidy was considered possibly your third starter a couple of years ago and he fell off to a point where not even sure he should be in the rotation maybe he should have gone to the bullpen but if if he could get back to the way he should be pitching Hunter Brown. Uh, obviously, Javier got to get back. Fromber has got to get his mojo back. He cut his hair, so hopefully he did that. Justin Verlander is, feels like he's going to start throwing. Uh, not sure if he's going to be ready for opening day, but that's okay. Get him ready. Get him. Get, be good. That's all we need. We need Justin Verlander to be good. We don't need him in the first start of the season. Although he needs 140 innings, right? Or he needs a uh, yeah 140 innings this year. So he's probably going to want to. He's going to probably want to get back. As I don't know about you, John, but isn't our tr- the time we've had with Roger Clemens, thanks to uh, John Daswood sponsoring that during playoffs, the one thing that, that really sticks with me about what Roger said is how frequently players tip their pitches, how how teams go out of their way, yeah. players go out of their way to find a tip. And that's one thing since the, the Astros got um, Glassnow's pitches. Yep. Ever since that, you know, there's been a lot of talk. I know there's been the illegal stuff that the Astros did, but it also goes to show you, man, deciphering pitches and trying to get the information on pitches is the most important thing in baseball. And the way Roger said pitchers tip pitches, it blows me away how frequently this happens that pitchers tip pitches. So Chandler Rome said he discovered it's offseason. He was tipping them by, the, by how he moved and squeezed his glove in his delivery. 
He worked this winter to solve that in addition to strengthening his lat and shoulder area. He said he, he knew he thought that Christian Vasquez and Carlos Correa had picked up on it by the time the playoffs rolled around. So he manipulated the pitch clock as much as possible in the ALDS to throw them and the Twins off during game four. Um, of course, former Astros picked it up. Yeah, Vasquez and, and Car- 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 you know Carlos is looking for that stuff. He's looking for any any kind of an advantage. Uh, and that's just smart baseball, actually. Um the pitch clock is something that's being talked about, although and and how pitchers have adjusted and what they learned from the first time around. You know what? Pitch clock ain't never going anywhere again. Pitch clock is the twenty four second clock in the NBA. Pitch clock ain't going nowhere. Baseball is better for it, and you better just adjust. I'm worried that Luis Garcia. We have not seen Luis Garcia with the pitch clock and no rock the baby. We have not seen any extended time with him having that. All of the guys that got experience last year with the pitch clock are going to be better for it this year and more ready. Uh, And with no World Baseball Classic, we're not going to blame the pitch clock for arm problems that are going on, right? I think I think it. Uh, well, we'll see. Why, why would if, that be? The no, case? if we have more arm problems, then maybe it will be the pitch clock, right? Yeah. But I think the extenuating circumstances of the of the World Baseball Classic probably added to the arm problems that that we we saw last year. Now we'll see. Yeah, but guys are just going to have to. You're just going to have to adjust. That's all. Just adjust. And I, I'm worried that Luis Garcia is not going to be the same guy. We'll see if he is. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, th- I have, I have for, for one, I don't think Luis Gonzalez, look, if you, I mean, Luis Garcia, <clears throat> the idea that his pitch, that his windup is eliminated for me, is just so stupid. It is not going to put that much additional time into a game because he's, he does that. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. That's dumb. And I do worry about that, taking him out of his rhythm, because if that's his rhythm, he's developed and his little brother, I saw a video of his little brother does the exact same thing. Um, that bothers me a little bit because baseball for pitching is a rhythm sport. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't. I, I have <clears throat> confidence he'll come back and make it back and, and pitch at a good level. And in fact, who do you think pitches better, Urquidy or Luis Garcia? Urquidy. You do? How come? Well, first of all, he's got experience with this. Maybe he figured something out with his tipping pitches. Um, and it's been a, it's been a while. You're gonna. It might take Garcia a little while to get command. First of all, we haven't seen him not. Hey, we have seen him pitch without rocking the baby. Well, what we did see of him wasn't good in spring training, but he did have the arm problem. But uh, <coughs> you've got Urquidy's got the experience, and Urquidy did learn something about himself this off season. It's going to be a lot easier for Urquidy than it will be for Garcia. Yeah, um, could be. I mean, Garcia, it's not like Garcia's coming right back. I mean, there still is. That's a lot of time off from baseball. So that, yeah, I mean, that's that's your first concern. I think between Urquidy, you know, Hunter Brown and, and Christian Javier, to me, one of those guys needs to make it back to form, and the other one just needs to be better than last year. <clears throat> I think you'd love to have two of the three, McCullers, Garcia, and, and um, Urquidy, two of those three make it back to form, even if it's not as good as 
a couple of years ago, just make it back to form. And then JP France doesn't have to have the same years last year if that if that happens because you know your numbers work out. Fromber, potentially Christian Javier, Justin Verlander, provided the shoulder gets better, you know everything's good and you've got lots of depth. So have tons of depth headed in last year. You still have tons of depth headed in this year by by the summer, but not to start the year. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Breaking news. The Chiefs have placed the franchise tag on Legereus Sneed. <coughs> It'll cost a little over $19 million. God dang it. What, you wanted him? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> are you okay? Are you... Nah, just coughing. <coughs> you go. I got some syrup in my throat. Um, you no, Legarius Sneed's one of my guys. That's who I wanted to target. Oh, that's then yeah. why is Chris Jones off the market? Well, Chris Jones says he's resigning. They're going to do a deal with him. Okay, well, let's. You know what? I'm glad you said that. Let's just go ahead and get to him before they get a deal done and see what he says. Well, yeah. Okay. Here's what the number is, Chris. Here's what we're willing to give you. Now, what are they willing to give you? Worst case scenario, push that number up, Texans, and force the Chiefs to eat up more cap space because because it's basically Chiefs versus Texans moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at sports trending on my on my feed, sports trending D'Amico Ryans, I guess because of his comments about Jonathan Grenard or whatever. Uh, Lubbock is trending. Is there a reason Lubbock is trending? I don't know about the city, but Brock Cunningham had a day, or at least a night in Lubbock last night. The six-year Texas forward got thrown out for a flagrant two. He he pretty much, if if anyone who likes hockey would love, anyone like who likes hockey would love what Brock Cunningham did to a Texas Tech player in the second half of that game. It was a, it was a hip check. Oh yeah, that, that he a flagrant two, and he, as he was thrown out of the game, he threw up the horns down. Up, horns obviously horns oh, up. Oh, and disgusting. as he was walking out, horns up for him. And then Rodney Terry was pissed because the Texas Tech fans were throwing stuff on the court. It's a it's an apt exit for Texas as they head to the SEC. As they they kick they kick Tech's ass, and um, they they went out they they got some, they got some skin too because Rod Cunningham. That was not a basketball play. Good John, for how him. upset do you get when somebody shows no class and does horns now? Well, Brock Cunningham, when he's on the team, he he had his horns up as he was being escorted out of the off the floor. But, <laughs> but the, the fans were pissed. Who did horns, who did down? horns down? All the Lubbock fans, all the mm-hmm. Texas Tech fans. Mm-hmm. You know who else is tr- is trending right now? Giselle. Oh, she admitted to yeah. breaking Tom's heart. She was uh, apparently cheating on. Tom Brady for years, years Wait. ago, with her jujitsu instructor. Everyone thought that. Hold on, are you, are you sure this isn't just Twitter? No, Dove stuff? Kleiman has reported it. Not only, no, we're not doing Dove Kleiman. That no. guy's the worst. Page Six is reporting it. Barstool is reporting it. Yes. Where are they getting it from, though? They're not. They're uh, Tom it Brady was, and, and Tom Brady has admitted it. Tom Brady has. Okay, then that's where it came from. Yeah. Wow. She was cheating with the jujitsu coach while they were Tom still Brady married. Yeah, man, what a hoe! Well, um, the narrative has changed because remember the thought: oh, Tom Brady can't give up football, and that's he's ruining his marriage because he won't give up the game. Giselle yeah. wants him to quit. Meanwhile, you've got jujitsu. That's other stuff going on. Now I can never see jujitsu again without thinking of. 
that Jezebel. <laughs> Do you ever watch jujitsu? He never does. No, but I mean, if you say jujitsu ever again, now I'm immediately I'm going right to Giselle, Jezebel. That's what I'm going to. But oh, we're going back to Giselle, right? Jizzle, Jizzle, and Giselle in the same show. What do they both start with, though? One's a G, one's a J. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you say it, Del? What do they start with? I'm not going to say it. Okay, never mind. I'm not saying yeah, it. Somebody tweeted the show. Oh, not, real nice. 7.30, kids in the car. That's his name, Jizzle James. It's his name. What are we going to do? Know what you, we can't I mean, do anything about it. His his father, NFL Hall of Famer. Edrin. Named him Edrin James. And it's junior, but he didn't want to go around calling someone else Edrin all the time, so he named him. Little Jizzle, and now it's just Jizzle. Mm. I'm. I read the story. Yeah, I'm not making any of that up. Sorry, I can't say a guy's name without someone being offended. AJ, I told you the story. AJ Highsmith, JT, when he was little, I was sixth, seventh grade, whatever, was working out with AJ's high school buddies. They and and uh, they all called him Jay Tizzle, and that's what that's what I call him to this day. Jay Tiz. I thought you said you called Better him than Tizzle. Him tizzle. We don't call him that word, John. No, I mean, Lance. It's Lance, Jizzle. What are you talking about? It's Jizzle. John He's wanted tizz. somebody to say it. He's Tizzle. I just said it for him so we could move on. He wanted somebody to say Jizz. So there oh, stop no, saying that. Stop. His name is Giselle. Jizzle. The same thing. Well, it's Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. And it's Jizzle. That's what James. she was doing with Jujitsu. No. Well, you don't know what what was going. on. I don't there. know what they were doing, but I'm pretty sure it involved syrup. It involved. I hope it didn't involve. So, are you? Are we? That really happened? What? Uh, what a tremendous. It's a real homer. story. Yeah. Who the the jujitsu guy? Home record. Yeah, she, yeah. He's a home record. Not she. Not her. Tom yeah. Brady's trying to. Well, she, to be a she cheated, but the home record is generally the person outside the marriage. No, she she wrecked her own home. I'm anti Giselle yeah. now. Yeah. What do you too. care? I don't know. Just. I don't like doesn't deserve women that. who cheat on their husbands. You like that? I don't care one way or the other I about this watch story. A movie like that. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm done. With well, I'm not story. married, so obviously I don't have that trigger. So. But I mean, it doesn't affect me any either way. So it's oh, someone stepped out on their marriage. Big surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not against Tom Brady. Why do you care if it's Tom Brady? That guy wants. Well, so you many hate rings. Tom Brady. You're no, happy but- about it. I don't. I wouldn't care if it was Chet, uh, whoever it was. I wouldn't care whoever it was. Why does Tom Brady get Tom special Brady's treatment? The every man's champ. He just looks like regular yeah. people, except for now that his face is kind of different. But he's he's the every man champ who somehow scored a supermodel yeah. and somehow oh, you mean won all these. The star quarterback for an NFL team somehow scored a supermodel. Yeah. Yeah, but look where he came from. Yeah, modest t- means of t- just. You Both should see the average pic- Michigan quarterback. Average Michigan quarterback turns superstar. So, uh, you should see the picture of her though walking with him. I'm telling you, it's not great. Well, you don't. Well, you've never really liked her that. Much. No, she's no. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get that. You don't get the. Supermodel. I do get Craig the Surf though. I get that. <laughs> I can. I don't have to see the picture to know that her 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 pants fit uh, appropriately and they're not like literally about to tear at the seams. I know exactly what you're looking at, John. Stop. Well, John would like you to talk about Craig the Surf. Look at him go quiet when all of a sudden... Well, he, he, I, walked, he walked off because he thought he led you into talking about Craig the Surf. Well, we all know the truth, though. And we know the truth with Craig the Surf. We know the truth about getting 
uh, the best deals on Chevy Silverados, on GMC Sierra pickup trucks, on the Chevy Traverse. One of our listeners uh, went in and and said hi to Craig DeSurf. He was buying the Chevy Traverse, and he said, he said, what kind of deal are you getting? And they talked about the internet deal, which is a great deal. And Craig just said, because the guy said, hey, I listened to the show. Lance told me to come in. He ended up going even lower than the internet deal. He ended up going, um, giving just a little bit more on trading value since they give pretty much maximum on, on both counts. And he just wanted to make sure that that guy was happy enough to, that if he came back and said, hi, hey, just want to let you know it was a great deal. But that's how they treat everyone. I mean, you get great deals. You get great value, great selection. And most importantly, they're looking out for your bottom line. They really do. They find the most dealer cash back, give you the most value. Because for Craig DeSurf, it's not going to be about one car, one truck, one SUV. It's going to be about you coming back for multiple vehicles, you telling your friends and coworkers about it. They want everyone to experience the difference, which is the awesome car buying experience out in Angleton, where they never hassle you or hustle you, and you get more than fair deals. It's Gulf Coast Chevy Buick GMC. For all of the specials that they have going on right now in the programs, go to LanceZCars.com. ESPN 97.5. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John and Lance. On ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All right, short segment here, then we got News of the Weird. Let's recap what we talked about today. Um, D'Amico met the media. Yeah, he wants to keep single. You thought of everything that D'Amico said, keeping Singletary was the most obvious, Lance? Okay. he's Oh, he's cleaning up syrup. Yeah, I don't know where he you is. You think he's cleaning up syrup? He might be doing that or something okay, else. Maybe, so- maybe, he's, um, maybe filming got pushed back, so he has to do it now as opposed to during a break. I don't know. You know, you're in the hotel room filming uh, no. syrup videos. Oh, you don't know how long videos, it'll take. Yeah. Well, I'm right here. I'm right here. Oh. What? What? <laughs> We're I just talking. have my mute on. I'm not. I'm doing football stuff. I'm not doing the stuff you guys say. Okay. Um, uh, syrup, I wish you guys feet, would take this show seriously. Feet syrup videos. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know what he's doing, but we know it involves syrup. Okay. So, of all the things D'Amico said, you feel like Singletary coming back was the most obvious. Yeah, I think he just said he told you what it was that he told you who Grenard was as a player. And then we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. He told you what, uh, you know, who uh, Dalton Schultz was as a player. And then he told you how important uh, Motor Singletary was to the team, how he was a great guy to work with. He went into the personal side with him, and then he said, we'd like to have him back. So he sent in a message to Singletary, probably like, hey, we know you're going to test the market, but just want to make sure you know through this interview that we want you back. And I think I think he will be a priority no matter what happens with any other running backs, Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley. I think Singletary will be a priority to bring him back as a second back. I don't know. Because he also if can you, handle starting reps if you need. You already know that if a guy gets hurt. I, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know you could spend $5 million on him if you spend twelve on Josh Jacobs. I just don't know that that could be. I just case. think he's no more than $3 million. And you can afford to do that. He, you can afford to do that because you don't have rookie, you know, you have rookie quarterback. Yeah, but really. right now, last year, that running back room 
was what four million, five million. Do you want to make it seventeen million this year? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, what difference does it make if you have it to spend? They're not long term deals. Yeah. I want my running game to be better. I can tell you that. Yeah, and I think Josh Jacobs would do that, but I don't. Yeah. Okay. No, he would. I'm just saying it's nice to have – if he gets hurt, it's nice to have somebody who can step in and not be a disaster. Like we know Singletary can get the job done. At the position, you have fourth-round rookie contract with Damian Pierce. You would have probably no more than $3.5 million at the most with Singletary, if that, probably less, especially if he's a backup. And this is if he even stayed. He might get a better deal to go to, you know, Green Bay. I don't know. He might get a better deal to go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, the guy did, I think, bolster his value with the Texans, so he may not be here. But I'm sure D'Amico would like to have him back. Uh, he did also talk about what he's looking for in a wide receiver. Yeah, with the receiver position, we're looking for guys who are separators, right? Who can separate, who can find a way to get open, right? And if you have that one redeeming quality that you can separate, right, that's what we're looking for, especially that shows up on third down, right? How do you win third down? How do you stay on the field as an offense, right, and continue to produce uh, and move the ball down the field? It's about third down, right, and being able to convert. And the way you convert is guys who are savvy enough to find a way to always get open. Uh, Any chance if Keon Coleman is there, the other guys are gone, that Keon, what's Keon, what, what do you, where do you got Keon Coleman go? Second Coleman. round. I don't think he'd be a first rounder, not for the Texans, but um, you never know. Like, I'm trying to remember how he separates. I think his speed is going to be average, but you can find wide receivers in this offense beyond the first round. So I'm probably not, I don't think I'm taking a wide receiver in the first round, but if best player available is a wide receiver, I would do it. But it's just a really great second round for wide receivers. Will so, Roman Wilson be there at 59? Maybe. McConkey won't. I don't think Roman Wilson will, to be honest with you. But there's a guy named there's Jermaine Burton from Alabama. There's Javon Baker. Uh, A.D. Mitchell will probably be off the board, but Jermaine Burton from Alabama, Javon Baker from UCF who came from Alabama. Um, <clears throat> those are a couple guys I would also be open to. What if Worthy uh, falls? There's always guys that fall. What yeah, worthy I just worthy for me is just too skinny. But he is a separator. He's a big separator. So him and Tank on the field together, like you're just one of those guys going to be open almost every play. Yeah, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. Um, our Cougs unless win. they crash into each other and they're both out for the year. Unless they use him at guard, you think they put? They could <laughs> unless, put. You want to have the a double tight set with <laughs> Xavier Worthy and Tank Dell trying to? Yeah kick out dns yes yes they I won't think, see it coming no they they'd have no no way would they would they think that's going to happen like we didn't think tank should be inside anyway um our Cougs won last night beat cincinnati it was a bit of more of a struggle than it should have been but the Cougs had their shooting problems once again and jamal shed was leading the way with the shooting problems uh, just nine points for Jamal Shedd when he's and two for eleven shooting when he's looking to uh, possibly win. You know, be first team All America. That would be nice if he was. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. A lot of people are on uh, Connecticut's guard point guard, so I'm not sure that Jamal Shedd is going to get their first team All American. Certainly, deservedly so, and possibly big big uh, uh, Big Twelve Player of the Year 
Jamal Shedd, but that didn't help him last night, even though he still did the things that helped the team win. Um, it was not, it wasn't the prettiest game for Jamal. Hey, nothing from nothing, John. I don't want to make a big deal about this because I don't want to be an, and I'm not trying to come off as an ageist, but have you, have you realized, I just thought about this, Kelvin Sampson and Willie Fritz are two head coaches who are both in their sixties. Like that's kind of rare at college to have your basketball and football coach both be on the older side. But I also think it's the, those are the type of coaches who are more likely to be settled down and to stick with you over the long term. I never thought about that, but I, I wonder if there's another coaching combination in basketball and football that have the, let's just call it career experience that those two guys have. Yeah. Well, we know Kellen is going to stop step in when Kelvin is done. Right. Maybe Laney steps in when um, <laughs> the daughter of Willie Fritz will step yeah, in. Maybe you don't know. Is she on the staff? No, uh, she's not. you don't know. But her. Oh, uh, well, wait, I asked you. Know you. I know. I oh, don't no, no, know. No. You know who is on the staff? Her husband. Her husband. Yeah. He's what a, does her husband do? He was at Georgia. Damian Craig, former Auburn uh, yeah, quarterback. quarterback. So what is he the OC? I think it's Damian Craig who she's married to. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Are they married? Uh, no. fiance maybe? I think they're yeah, I don't know that they're married. He he was on Jimbo staff for quite a while. Um he he was yeah, he yeah, he's uh yeah, he was at was he he was at I thought he was at Auburn, he was at uh he was at an SEC school, anyway. That's are we sure? That's a, are we sure he's right about this? I don't know David, that he's right about is this. He even, he, all she, all he told me was that I think they're. It was he. He said her boyfriend, and I didn't. I didn't know it was Damien. I didn't think. Yeah, it was Yeah, I don't Craig. see him listed as being on the like a Cougs official coaching staff. Is he part of the staff in a non-coaching? I, I don't know. Spot I don't think, guys. Let I, me just look into. This. I don't think you're right about that. Yeah, you just said a lot I'm of stuff that sure may not be true. Right. I don't think so. I talked to only the coach. Well, personal life. Um, okay. You know what? I'm probably right on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, he, she was going out. I don't think it was him. She was going out with somebody anyway. Well, it doesn't appear no, that. No, I think I'm. I think I'm right about this. Is I, it fiance. I, I don't have any evidence that he's on the Cougar staff. Uh, you guys just don't know. Maybe you don't know. There's a chance I don't know. Oh, my God. She has got a picture of Willie, her dad, when he played at Pittsburgh State. Willie Fritz had a mohawk. What? When he played. He was a defensive that- back and a punt returner. Dang, that's some edge back then. And and he was white. And what do you mean? He was, was a defensive, he's white wait, now. He, he was white back then? Yeah, then? but he was a, a defensive back, which we don't see. Oh, wait, there's a, they're come making a comeback. Because of Cooper DeJean? Yeah, thank you. No, because we're finally getting a chance, Dell. Who's we? You've never played Art. defensive back. What do you mean we? White, white corners. You were never a corner. At least they don't move us to safety right away anymore, and they actually let us have a chance. Yeah, I went to Laney Fritz's uh, Instagram. That is not Damian Craig. It is Zach Etheridge. Who you? Who, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, th- just Zach that Etheridge. small little yeah, thing, te- Lance. Texas Tech, right? Texas Tech quarterback. Uh, no, he played at Auburn. Yeah, he's okay. an Auburn guy. I knew that. We're getting close. And now. <laughs> And now he's on the he's the defensive back coach at Houston, so oh not David Craig, not even close. 
I mean, I, Dave McCraig did play at Auburn, so maybe that's what he thought. But yeah, Zach Etheridge, DB coach, not former quarterback, and not former wide receiver coach at A and M. Nice did he job, play at Lance. Auburn though. He played at Auburn. Yes. Okay, I got that right. No, you got you none said of it right. Oh yeah, no, well, I you said, said Auburn quarterback. I meant Auburn cornerback. Oh, did you? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the worst. You had Laney Fritz marrying Damian Craig. She is engaged to Zach Everett. Most of it was right, idiots. Most, no, most of it was wrong. Yeah. Hold thing, on a second. On the staff. The only thing engaged. you got right is that the guy has a side in the football. You said married, married quarterback. They're engaged to be married. You guys think it's going to break up? But it's not up? the same guy. <laughs> guys. And he played safety okay. at Auburn. And by the way, he played safety at Auburn, not corner. So you. Ah, simple mistake. You you said quarterback, though. So it's not oh, simple. Poor Lane. No, I, corner, quarter, same thing. We'll never Stop get it, him back corner. on We'll never get Willie back Beat on the show. Again, thank you. Thanks for nothing. 949, News of the Weird next. Don't go anywhere. ESPN 97.5. I assumed you knew. Time now for News of the Weird. People are weird. With John and Lance. That's real weird. Have you ever guys have you guys ever had a bird poop on you? Yeah. I have. I have. Did you know it's good luck? I thought it was awful luck. Uh, it seems like it is at the time when they poop on you, but apparently it is good luck. Five percent. Uh, there are 30, 37% of people say they would let a bird poop on them for good luck. Would you let a bird poop on you if you knew you would have good luck after? What type of luck? Like how good is the luck? <laughs> like maybe winning a game of pool? I don't care about <laughs> pool. Okay. Uh, winning a game of pool? Or, okay, winning uh, a card game. Or... A bet, a, a college football bet on my bookie, Dell. That would be great. My bookie's a great place to place those bets. But pool and a card game, you you think a lot of luck it should be about gambling. Good right? luck. Good luck. I want lottery. The lottery. Okay, you, gave you, me a- you win a scratch-off for $100. Would yeah. you let a bird poop on you to win a scratch-off for a hundy? He's trying to see how little, how low you'll go. No, I'm not. I'm not Raheel. Raheel okay, a thousand. A che- a You'd thousand. absolutely a thousand let us. Is fine. Yeah. How course. much will it take for us to drop bird poop on you, Dell? That's where John's okay, going. Okay, we'll do this the during show. the show. And then we'll buy you some scratch offs. No, and we'll see what no, happens. No, we're not going to do one. Wait, first. we'll do this and we'll see what happens. No, it's bought, a test. That's not how it works for it's me. It's an experiment. I want the thousand dollars on the table. Well, this one has to do with you, Dell. We'll give you 60. Uh, Employed Americans say getting a thank you from an employer, an act of gratitude like a promotion is more important than getting a raise. How many? Who says that? How many? What's the percentage? 55% of people. Losers. Um, Priorities out of whack. A poll of 2,000 say they would rather have a promotion. You just got promoted. Yeah, well, but you probably got a huge race as well. That's not the case. I mean, well, congratulations. You should be happy. Thank you. I Del. mean, there is some extra money involved because you know you do live reads, but it's, but no, you losers. Yeah. The money's more important. You know what? You know what? A promotion can't buy groceries if you're, if money doesn't come with it. But prestige, you'll feel better about prestige yourself. Prestige at this place. You have your own show now. Yes. I mean, you're a big. 
You're big in the community. Yeah, and you've treated it with the proper respect <laughs> throughout. With community skaters? I don't know what he's talking. See? Look at all the respect I get. <laughs> in the Yeah, not from us. In but the Carney people. community. You know where all those Carnies now are going, listen, if Dell can, can do it, I can do it. I'm not I'm not gonna go back to Carney you and I mean, speak to the kids about what you can show. accomplish. I'm not doing that. They're not looking at me to go back there and talk tell them how, how to get out of the muck. John, do you remember when Twitch used to go after uh Paul? But now they're pro Paul and they're anti Dell because Paul goes in there and kicks it with the people. Dell is just a curmudgeon. Well, you if keep, Dell would actually go in there and suck up a little bit, people would like You it. keep ignoring company so Paul's a suck up is what you're saying. You keep ignoring company policy. We're supposed to push a, a different streaming service. YouTube, oh, yeah, you, ESPN Houston YouTube. Stop talking about yeah, Twitch. You're a bad employee. You'll probably not get a promotion ever, Lance. I mean, Dell got promoted, and here, here we are still doing the same job over so and over. So you think the 10 to 12 show is lesser? I mean, it's greater than the 7 to 10 block? Yeah, huh? yeah. You get to work with mapes. We don't. Well, it is a okay. joy to work with mates compared to you two. I will, I will concur with that. Yeah. Okay. He sent me a great Daniel story. Son. He no, that's uh that's uh what's it? Ca- Cameron Rising back there. Yeah, Cam Rising. Not Daniel's son. Daniel son. Yeah. He looks like the karate kid with the headband. He doesn't look like Ralph Macchio. <laughs> a little bit. I did when I was younger. I actually I looked believe like, that. I looked like Ralph Macchio when I was younger. Time for us to go. The is it Mopian Mabes or no, the, you see Look at Delbert, the, look, the look Delbert how, show. Look how great my promotion is. Look how John treats how th- th- that great promotion. No, it's the Del Lalea show featuring Sean Mapes. It's the Delbert show next right here it's on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Have a great day, everybody.